Oh, yeah. You, if you could not do that. Oh, and it's like <laughs> you have it like stretching wrong. Is it stretched out? Is that why I look weird? Hold control? I don't know. I Fix it. <laughs> That's my response. There you go. Figure it out. But don't stretch my freaking face. <laughs> This episode is powered by Poddex. So, Quentin, um, if you have kids, we've already had this discussion about kids and alcohol and allowing them to drink before they're 21, and we've already had that conversation. Um, What about weed? Well, I wouldn't let any of my fur babies try weed uh, at any time, actually, whether adults or babies. That's it? Fur babies. I quit! (laughs) (laughs) well now that we've lost tony um we're gonna just keep talking about this so uh fur babies yeah no we wouldn't we wouldn't worry about that because i don't want them to get sick or anything um yeah so no no weed for the fur babies at all uh i definitely think it wouldn't do them any good oh tony you're back welcome back yeah, yeah. Okay, screw your fur babies. Ain't talking about that. Talking about human babies, actual human babies. So when well, I wouldn't in... let babies have weed at all either. <laughs> so when and if you do have children and uh, and they come of the age of of curiosity, and the uh, opportunity arises where they can try their hand at marijuana, or the Mary Jane, or the ganja, or the mota. You want other Boy. street names and other languages for it? You know, we, we could not. Okay. That's an option too. Well, if that ever came across, um, would you allow them to give it a shot? Or would you say, oh, heck no. Even though it's legal in your state from a state legislation level, and it's legal in my state as a, uh, from a state legislation level, would you be a little bit more open to that from maybe a, a medicinal uh, point of view, or would you just say no? You still, I, you still have to be older because of brain function and blah 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 blah. I always, I would try to sell them on the fact that it's more for like mental health and more to be treated as like a a medicine and like hey you you like you don't need the medicine because you're fine. And if they did need the medicine, then we'd t- we'd have a different conversation there. I mean, if they were insistent, they're just like no, I want to know. I, yeah, it, it would depend on their age and stuff, but I could see a situation of you just being like, hey, well, I know you're going to do this with me or without me. Right. So, <laughs> Right. And, and the reason why I bring this up is because um, a couple of weeks ago, Franklin texted his mother, actually, because he was at a he was at a party with some uh, some friends of his that uh, I'm, I'm sure were fine in regards to COVID and everything. I'd I'm, you know, his mother that's probably, not conversation, that's not so. the conversation though, but I'm just, just to put it out there. I'm sure they were fine, but he was over <laughs> at their house and, um, he texted his mom. He said, so there's some, uh, some, um, marijuana here. Like that's how he put it in text. Like, you know, kind of be all sheepish. There's some marijuana here. May I partake? And her response was, okay, yeah, go ahead. Let us know if you uh, need anything. <laughs> And um, and then she she <laughs> Go for it. she screenshotted that and sent it to me, and okay, I said, 
Yeah, go. Do it. Go do it. Go. Go ham. Go. Go. Go dumb. Go stupid. Because um, at least you're going to do it in the purview of people that are watching out for you. And uh, so if something does happen, we're literally a phone call away. Um, but going back to what you said, if we said no, he would do it anyways. And he would do it behind our back because he's a teenager. That's what teenagers do. So uh, uh, let me, uh, I would, okay. I have a question on that. Yes. Uh, so let's, let's go with the scenario. Cause I, I'm thinking about probably what I would do. Okay. Um, what do you think his response would be if you said, I don't want you to do it today. Your first time I'd rather be with me. Um, but like we can, when you get home, we can discuss when that's going to be something along those lines of like, Hey, I'm not saying no necessarily like no for now, but come home and we can maybe do this together so I can be there. Right. Um, that actually has come up in the past. Okay. And that exact conversation came up uh, in which I told him when I still lived at home with him, I said, uh, I, I think it'd be the safest for you to um, have your first go at this um, in the presence of parents, whether it be me or your mom or even your uncle, maybe not your uncle, but at least me or your mom. And right. um, he was, he, and he was like, "Yeah, no, that that makes sense. That's fine." Um, and I also made sure that there wasn't any any kind of peer pressure coming from his friends. But at the end of the day, I didn't really see a benefit from me being there. Really, I, I, I really, I really didn't. Because I mean, the worst that he could do. Because I, I, I did ask him, "What are you doing? Are you doing a spliff, a joint, a blunt, a dab, a bong, a pipe?" Like I, I asked him that. He said, "Oh, it's, it's, it's from a pipe." I'm like, "Okay, just don't burn your finger." And that's all I could really offer him with the knowledge that I know about weed. Like, I have had my. My experiences with weed, you and I have talked about that numerous amount of times and how I sink into the bed and become one with the bed. It's very funny. <laughs> um, but all in all, I, I had already given him the knowledge to be safe about it, about how to not do a humongous inhale in his first go round, you know, and just kind of ease his way into it and then take a long break. Not hours, but, you know, a long enough break to see if it hits them after the fact. Because the one thing that you may or may not know about weed, depending on the strain, it can either hit you immediately or it can take a while for for it to hit you. And if you take too much or smoke too much weed or eat too much weed in like a weed cookie or something, that'll just end your day. Maybe, maybe even day and a half because it's just too much for your body to deal with, especially if you have no re- uh, resilience or um, or uh, experience with marijuana. So th- that's right. the information I told him. And uh, I realize that some kids are a lot more selective in the information that they would remember. But the day after, I texted him and I said, hey, I heard that you went and tried some marijuana and your mother gave you the green light. What'd you think? How was it? And how much did you take? And everything that he told me was was at le- was very moderate. Nothing was okay. like over the top. It was very much along the lines of what I would 
be okay with. And I feel right. like he and I are past the point of lying to each other, if, if you get my drift on that. So we're past that point. So he's very, I feel like he was very honest with me when it came to uh, to how much he, uh, you know, that he smoked. And right. I was fine with that. I really was. Uh, we have a question in the chat regarding CBD. I know you're okay with CBD, but again, from a medicinal standpoint. Uh, yeah, no, see, well, I think CBD's like, that could be used to like just go to sleep. Like, that's nothing. Um, yeah, I have no problems with CBD. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know how to like expand on that. Like the, the, it, it's, it's a relaxing thing, right? I, I've used it to go to sleep before. I wouldn't care if anybody else would. Mm. And we have someone else in the chat says, I don't drink or smoke, so I'd be teaching my kids the same thing. And that's great. I think, you know, being that person of example to say, hey, I live a life of, I wouldn't maybe necessarily call it straight edge, but I live a life where I am not poisoning this body. My body is my temple and I am loving it. And you will also have this experience if you treat your body well and not put so much crap into it in addition to like hamburgers from McDonald's. But um, I, uh, I would say for me, from my personal experience, I grew up with a mother who was very much on the road of don't ever drink, don't ever smoke. Um, and she was very much into health food and stuff like that. So I personally only did alcohol and cigarettes and drugs because I was, I felt like, especially when I got into my teen years, I had to rebel. Like I, I had that innate feeling like I do not want to keep on doing the things that my mother and dad are telling me to do. What are the other things I can do? My friend's like, well, here's a cigarette. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll try that. So I have a, I have a probably in this, in this I, I definitely have a weaker resolve than some other people would. But I feel like there's a lot of kids out there that are in the same boat. Teslas. I think you and I are both on the same page in which, like, the Tesla was the the uh, the end result of four legged four legged four wheeled vehicles that we uh, that we want to um, strive for. Um, okay. But I have another reason why I don't want to get one right now. And, All right. And that is because it is purely like app based with its own ecosystem it doesn't allow for android auto it doesn't allow for for apple carplay um celeste's boyfriend my ex-wife's boyfriend just bought a brand new tesla because his old car blew up in flames so like yeah i'm glad you're safe and i'm glad you got a tesla but the first thing i asked him was hey so can you use your iphone on that he's like yeah carplay no and the way he said no was like yeah i know i'm like oh no <laughs> that kind of breaks it for me because in the vehicle like even in my in my freaking corolla i have apple carplay in your subaru you've got apple carplay and now i'm if i go buy a tesla even the forty thousand dollar version i'm not gonna get carplay are you kidding me what are yeah, we I'm doing looking- here I'm looking online to see if there's an option for like at least Apple Music because I'm like, you know, I don't really necessarily need anything other than that. Like if they uh, if Tesla has Google Maps built in, uh, then we're good. Like that's honestly like 
all I'd really need is if I switched over to a Tesla at any time, like, okay, I need, I need maps. Cool. I use Google maps. And if they have Google maps, then I'm good. They use Nokia that will have maps. All my... <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Um, no, they like, that wouldn't be an issue for me. Uh, because realistically like Google, uh, sorry, Apple CarPlay is really cool, but like all I use it for is maps and a better integration with music. Right. And if I'm able to get maps and still get my music in some way, shape, or form, then I'm good. I don't necessarily need Apple CarPlay. That doesn't like do me any big benefits because I don't use like Apple Maps or anything. Right. So if I'm able to use Google Maps and if I'm able to somehow get my music on there, which I'm looking right now, um, which I'm not seeing an option right now, but then again, I'm not looking that hard because I'm talking to you. Uh, I'd be good. I I really wouldn't care about losing CarPlay as long as I could get those two services. TX Ranger says I'd, I'd rather have a gas guzzling 1969 Pontiac GTO. Give me the growl in the seat of the pants power. I'm backwards oh, looking see, when it I comes just, to the I cars. Can't, I can't do that. The stink. The stink is so bad. The stink. Let's what do you mean there. the stink? The stink oh, of like of a gasoline? bad old motor. Okay, yeah. well, upgrade the motor then, maybe. Like I, like oh, okay, I, I can't speak for for Ranger here, but I'm sure you've seen a number of people get fixer upper cars where the shell of the car, overall of the car, is like the old school 1960s, 1970s of that car, but then right. under the hood is this brand new V12 amazing engine, and it just just purrs, and it's beautiful. Uh, I, I still I pray that my next car is electric. I I really do. I want to make sure that the the next car I have is electric because okay. like yeah, they're like a good a good engine that that gas smell can be really good. It can be, but the environment's better. <laughs> Clean air is better. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, that's that's true. Now the the like, the, the one nice yeah. thing going back to the the, uh, the Apple CarPlay Tesla uh, conversation. Um, the one nice thing now with Apple CarPlay is that if you're using Google Maps, and correct me if I'm wrong, Quentin, but before, if you were using Google Maps and then you went to like the main homepage of CarPlay, the Google Maps would not pop up in like the map window. It it was by default the Apple CarPlay, uh, the uh, the Apple Maps uh, default, and and. Uh, and, and if you were using Google Maps, it wouldn't show up on the main homepage, so you'd have to switch it over to Apple Maps and it was this whole thing. Now, Google Maps does show up in the Apple CarPlay homepage window. So I can continue Correct. using Google Maps. I don't have to use Apple Maps like I was before. Um, and because Siri updated, I can tell Siri to use Google Maps to do the thing with, a, with the thing. So I'm, I'm very happy with that. Tesla do that? Does Tesla do th- like like that's the thing? Like we, I'm sure Google Maps is integrated and it's fine. What about the other apps that I would use? Do I have to use Apple Podcasts or can I use Pocket Cast like I'm using? Do I have to use Apple Music or can I use Spotify? Or what if I use like, like a weird thing like Pandora One? It's not weird, but like it's not as common. You know, mm. th- th- those are the questions that I have. That I searched the internet and found no good answer lovely yeah it was very strange I mean, honestly if i could if i can get the audio from my phone to the 
computer. Or sorry, to, well, to the computer of the the car. car is more right. But uh, if I can get it to the car, like I, I'm fine. I can use all my phones. Uh, right, but you'd have to control everything from your phone. Well, in Siri. All right, I, I will give you this. You're one of the few people that I actually hear using Siri to do things while you're driving. I've been in your car, and you've been driving, and you've asked Siri to do certain things, which I thought, why are you doing it? But it, it made you completely hands-free, whereas I don't think most people w- would go that route uh, just out of comfort level and uh, habit. Mm-hmm. But if they can get into the habit of using Siri more, <laughs> I was going to say Cortana, um, then uh, I, I I definitely think they would be better off. But yeah, I, I I I still would love to see, and it just it boggles my mind that there's not. But I still would love to see a much better and seamless integration, um, and a better list of integrated apps with the Tesla infotainment system or whatever they call it. But that's just me. Oh, that's fair. No, I think their integration with iOS could be better. But then again, I don't think it's them that's deciding not to do the integration. You and I both know who likes to be a stick in the mud when it comes to integration with other platforms. And I could definitely see test like them saying, "Well, we have Apple CarPlay. You can add it to your to your system." And Tesla's like, "Have you seen our system? <laughs> we don't need CarPlay." I mean, Tesla went as far as getting Cuphead to run on their infotainment system, which was quite funny. But if if it can if it can run that, it can obviously do all the things that Apple CarPlay can do. I I just feel like from a from a customer service standpoint, though, right? Like, um, like when when you get into a new car these days, if you get a 2020, 2021 car, they have their own system in the. Uh, in the in the middle dash but then of course you have your usb plug because they know most people are going to use android auto or apple carplay they know that and they're okay with that or maybe not okay with that but they they fall on their sword for that because i'm also buying the car for the other things and it's that integration where oh you have it great plug in phone that's all i want I don't want to get into a fifty, sixty thousand dollar car and say, "Oh, you don't have it? Okay, let me learn all these other things." For you and me, I'm sure. It, <laughs> for you and me, I'm sure it would be fun to learn. It'd be great. Like, oh, that's kind of cool, and that's how I make my Tesla do all the lights and everything during Christmas time. But you know, for for other people that aren't so technically inclined, it might be that extra thing. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have this car. I got used to Apple CarPlay in my Honda Civic, twenty twenty. But I can't have it here in this Tesla Model uh, S or whatever. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about the Mulan movie? The new. Uh, I haven't seen it. I like it. <laughs> you're you're barking up the wrong tree. I don't even know so much as a screenshot from it. Okay, is it out? It's out. Um, and so I. This is actually good that you don't know anything. You don't really have any kind of predisposition on how you feel about it. So okay. it's it's the live action Mulan movie, and it's out okay. now. You can watch it now, but the only way you can watch it is through Disney Plus. Okay. So you have to have a Disney Plus subscription. But on top okay. of that, it's thirty dollars. It's thirty dollars for you to rent it right Why? now. You can watch it as much as you want, 
Um, no. And then, and then I think they said come November or December they will open it up for all Disney Plus users to to watch it at no additional cost. That's not what I want to um, bring up. That's not what I want to bring up. We can maybe talk okay. about that later. But that that's a whole thing. I <laughs> I saw okay. the you know uh, my fiance wants to see it. Um, I figured, and and this is what I figured. You know, if if I'm watching it with my fiance and my daughter, that's three of us. A movie ticket for my daughter, at least here in California, would be about let's just let's just round it and say ten dollars. But a movie ticket for me and my fiance would be about eighteen dollars a piece, unless we go to like you know um, uh, the the discount Tuesdays thing uh, that that happens every once in a while. But okay. Yeah. So we're looking at upwards of $30 plus the cost of popcorn and the cost of even if we were to buy it like at the dollar store. That's another added added uh, expense. The gas to get there, yada, yada, yada. So I thought, okay. you know what? It's, that's not bad. And then I can also watch it as much as I want. So if I really did like the movie, I can go back and watch the movie and watch it again. You know, parse it, watch that action sequence again. I don't, I don't know what this is. I'm sorry. But I can watch the action sequence again if I wanted to. I I got over the whole paying extra thirty dollars pretty quickly. But the okay. but the issue that other people have about the movie is not how the movie turned out. It's how the movie was made, and the movie okay. was made in a region of China where there are a a uh, I don't want to call it a group necessary a, a sect. It's a region of China where there are people known as Uyghurs. And it's not W-E-E-G-E-R, but um, it's, I think it's E-U. But they're, they're Uyghurs, and I believe they're Muslim. And because okay. of the chi- how the Chinese government views their religion and them as a people, they are very much oppressed. So much okay. so that they forcibly take people out of their homes to send them to re-education camps, which is a nice way to, to call a jail or, or, a, um, or a concentration camp. Now, they're not killing them in a, wow. in, a, in a mass. They're not doing that as far as we're aware right now. But people are upset because Disney actively went to this region because it is beautiful. It's gorgeous. But they they set up shop in this region to take video of you know video to, to you know to, to to make their movie, and they outwardly thanked the Chinese government to shoot their movie right there, and um, you know there was no call out or no thanks to the Uyghur like uh, people, and people are very upset with this, and they're kind of. Uh, comparing it to what if people, what if you were to make a movie in or around concentration camps in the time of the Nazis, would that be okay? And so I, I just kind of want to ask your opinion. Like, I know you don't really know the ins and outs and I, I barely know. I know like 30% of the ins and outs of it all, but um, knowing that these people are being oppressed Disney goes in there, doesn't give them any kind of uh, any kind of uh, recognition, and doesn't help them. In fact, makes matters even worse for for their for their group, and then leaves. How were things made worse? Um, 
they uh, some of them were by the Chinese government were required to work against their will to help with the uh, uh, to help with the production with regards to uh, like how it made things worse. Um, I mean, when humans leave a beautiful area, what do they uh, end up leaving behind? Trash. Yeah, I just like you know, it. They didn't clean up after themselves. Let's just say it wasn't it. It, it wasn't the greatest. Oh yeah. The, my word, this is so complicated. <laughs> it's Monday morning. It's noon for you. So, uh, what's your take on this? <laughs> um, man, I don't even know where to get started. That is that is a lot to unpack. Um, I don't even know what the right answer is like that. That sucks for everyone involved. Like you're trying to film a movie and politics are getting involved. And like, for me, if it were me, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I just want to film uh, this movie. Right. Please leave me alone. Right. <laughs> like, I just want to do my thing. I'm sorry. Like, it's not like, you know, Oh, well we got to help these people and stuff. And it's like, it's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm just trying to make a movie. I'm just trying to do my thing. But then it's like complicated because it's like it involves so many people. And then it's like, okay, when did Disney get to like know that they were having forced labor, like slave labor? What were they paid? Do the, do these people who are forced to work? Uh, from paid? what I read, very little, if anything. Like they were, okay. they were paid the same amount of like, you know, when a, when a prisoner here in the United States gets paid like 10 cents like a day which is or terrible, whatever, which is yeah. terrible. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So same kind of like idea. Okay. Um, like when did Disney get wind of that? Like there's so many questions of like, okay, what happened? Um, Oh my word. That is, that is complicated. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I, I don't wish that on anybody else to try to try and figure it all out. Granted. Um, and it's, it's like I, legitimately giving me a headache trying to like, okay, but what about this? And what about that? Like, how did, I'm, I'm kind of glad it Wait. is because I also got the headache when I, when I was reading up on this, uh, on a number of, uh, on, on a number of, uh, news websites and, uh, you know, cause like the movie itself is, it's fine. There's no songs, there's say, no dancing, the movie there's good? no Mushu, um, but you know, for, Why? For, well, well, okay. I can understand no music, no, no music and dancing, but. There's no Mushu? There's no Mushu. Who, who plays the role of Mushu? Huh? Who? Okay, so that's like a... What I would say is a semi-integral part of the movie is having Mushu there. What... As the comic relief. He, well, not only the comic relief, but also like the... Like he does kind of forward the story a little bit of right. like, Hey, I'm here because I've got my thing going on and stuff. What 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 replaces him? This is how memorable the movie was. Okay. That's terrible. Was it the hawk? It might have been a hawk. I think it was the hawk. Okay. Oh, wait. No, it wasn't a hawk per se. It I was, was going to say, I thought the hawk was uh, the bad guy. Well, no. In the movie, the bad guy doesn't have a hawk. He has a witch who can who can morph into a hawk. What? And she morphs so, into other things as well, too. 
So we, we don't have a dragon, but we're okay with a morphing witch. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't make these decisions. This Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> I, I, th- I feel like they wanted to lessen the comic relief that Mushu would have brought to the table and try to focus more on the... Uh, the, the the meaningful story behind uh, what they're trying to portray for for this Americanized version of Mulan. Um, okay, and by doing that, they had to. They there was comic relief in the movie. There were still those like dopey, you know, uh, uh, other sh- soldiers that Mulan fought against, or not against, but she fought uh, next to um, in the war. Okay. But when when it came to Mushu, like he was your go-to guy, like you know Genie in Aladdin, he's your go-to guy for the quick, the quick quip, and the and the and the right. and the uh, and the wits and the stuff and, and the stuff. And there was, it was there wasn't that in this movie, and it was pretty clear that that was either just going to come out of one of the other humans' mouths, or you just weren't going to get it. And okay, if you have the expectation of oh, this is just like you know how they adapted. Um, some of the other movies like the lion king uh, or 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 even uh or the jungle book uh where it's almost a one to one adaptation this is really not because they they did change a lot to try and i feel like really like i said focus on the on the uh on the moral story behind the movie okay which is ironic because the movie, when they made it, yeah. wasn't so more. Okay, yeah, I anyways. Say, I'm like, um, anyways. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it, it, it is a shame. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, but there were some moments in the movie where I, was, I thought, you know what? That's a really cool way that they, uh, they interpreted it or they, uh, they, they re, uh, reimagined it. So if I can okay. take one scene from the movie, if you remember in the cartoon where Mulan takes that like handheld cannon and she trips and then she makes it go boom and then it makes an avalanche. You remember that? And and the I mean, she doesn't trip. She she intentionally fires it into the the mountain. Okay. For some reason I just remember her tripping with it and when she tripped they, it it went boom. But anyways, so yes, yeah, she did intentionally fire into the mountain, but I still think she tripped. But whatever the case is, there's a handheld cannon in this. Um, in the live action sequence, uh, there's no handheld cannon, but she does have, uh, other means to initiate a, an avalanche, which includes bows and arrows and, uh, the ability to, uh, create decoys with other soldiers' helmets, which was quite ingenious at the time of, of watching the movie. So it, it's okay. it, it's a little bit different, but it gives you the same kind of um, effect of this is dire straits, dire needs. She needs to do something right now, and she's able to figure it out um, within the split second of uh, of uh, of the situation. So I thought she did pretty well. Um, okay. And there were there were other moments where yeah, they, it, you know they 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 kind of felt flat. Um, like the whole matchmaking uh, sequence in the beginning, I kind of missed the song. I didn't really like the song, but I kind of missed the song. But they do have the thematic, you know, um, um, music that you will recognize 
throughout the movie. It's like, oh yes, that is from Mulan, but it's like just it's just a callback to it. It's not the full song of it. Which which also as as a musical person, it's like, oh, I kinda wish he would just like do a an or- orchestral version of the song, but I guess you're not you don't want to. Like, uh, but all right. Yeah. That's cool. Anyways, uh when that comes out to Disney Plus, um why don't you watch it when it's free for you? You go watch it, you and your wife, and uh, let me know how it goes. All right, sounds good. All right, that I, I don't have high hopes. <laughs> what is the strangest experience that you've had so far with like food delivery? Um, I wouldn't call it strange necessarily. Just the. You know, we, we uh, specifically ordered like a milkshake and it didn't come. So we told DoorDash, hey, ordered this, right. did not receive it. And then DoorDash refunds the amount that was spent for that. But they only refund it as, as a DoorDash gift card. So, of course. So you have, to, you're, 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 you have to use it through them to be able to recoup some um, savings in, in, uh, in the future. But yeah, no, right. nothing too strange. What about you? Well, I got someone else's food once, um, and what? that's that's not that's that's only the first part. I got somebody's, um, I got someone's food, and I didn't order anything. <laughs> like that's not it's not like you know they dropped off the wrong bag for me, and like somebody else got my food. No, no, no. I got home one day, and there was Chinese food on my doorstep. Yeah, <laughs> like. They're like I, I and I called DoorDash. I'm like, um, they don't. They it doesn't have like an address. Like I was thinking, oh, maybe they because I've I've had that experience. Like I live in a like not an apartment, but kind of like condos, and so there's like eight of them all joined together, and they all have like you know apartment numbers, but they're not apartments. But anyway, um, uh, I've had food delivered to like the wrong door before, which is really dumb because it's sure. like this is our door number. And it's like, how did you mess up the numbers one through ten? Like, <laughs> this—it's not like you know, oh, this one's fourteen oh five, but this one's seventeen oh two or something like that. Like, where it's like, there's a lot. No, no, no. It's like one through ten. Like, <laughs> but anyway, so I'm like, okay, maybe they just delivered to the wrong door. And so I call DoorDash, and they're like, nope, can't can't tell you what the right door is or anything. And I'm like, okay, um, can you just like have the person come get the food or something. I like, I don't even know what to do here. And they're like, Nope, just throw it away or eat it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. All right. Um, can you, can you at least let them know? Like I, I can, all, I can respect all these decisions because of personal information and everything. Right. Privacy. Yeah. Um, sure. Yep. hundred percent. Uh, can you at least tell like the person or someone that like the food was delivered and the person's like, I'm sure it was handled already. Uh, okay. Um, can you just like put a note on it or something that says, no, I'm sure, I'm sure it's already been taken care of. Can, I, can you check? Nope. Oh, okay. That bothers me. Like up until that point, I was on the side of the customer service agent, but the fact that they won't even check bothers me. Like that, yeah, that, that, no, that was the one there. I'm like, look. I'm sure it's taken care of. And I'm like, or you could just like, you know, Hey, food was delivered wrong. Right. No, like that, that, that's unacceptable to me. If, if you're the customer service agent, 
somebody calls you and says, hey, there was a mistake. I'm a third party in this. I want to make it right. What can I do? And the customer service agent says, there's nothing you can do. And there's nothing I can do right now. We're just going to let it ride. Like, well, can you make a note? Nope. You can't even make a note. No. Can you check on the, like, can you just check? You don't have to give me any details. But can you just check to see if the right steps are being taken to make sure that this person gets their money back at least or that the order has been duplicated so they get it tonight because I'm sure they're hungry? Nope, not, not even going to do that. Yep. Like, that is just so very surprising to me. I wonder if it really depended on the customer service agent that you spoke to versus the policies of DoorDash. Yeah, I, I have no idea where to even, like, start with that. It just was like, what? <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, well, I've got this food. And I understand, like, especially with everything going on right now, like, yeah. you can't come get it and stuff. I understand that. But, like, just market is, like, not delivered properly or never delivered or something. Like, I feel like this is fairly simple. I'm not asking you to, like, tell me it, what the current status is. Just, like, hey, can you do this? All right. I will forward that along. All right. Cool. Also, thanks. You, you should just let the – look, I, I just need closure. Okay. <laughs> I just need closure. I A just little bit, make, too. I, just I was, like, so confused. Sure. And it's not even, like – it's not even like Chinese food I normally order. Like I couldn't tell you what it was, but like it was just a lot of like food that I'm like I I don't even want this. Like can I get it to the right person cuz I don't want this. <laughs> so you got something that arrived at your doorstep that you never ordered. Um TX Ranger in the chat, he ordered from Pizza Hut. But they were about to close in 5 minutes, so we tried to cancel the order and no one answered. So we figured, you know, they're closed whatever. So he ordered from Domino's and then lo and behold, later on that night, he ended up getting his pizza hut and his Domino's. So he had four pizzas for one night. That's, that's leftover. That's leftover. That's wonderful. It's leftover for like a week. And then you could share it with your neighbors and have a small pizza party. Um, but it's also basically you, you, you pay double for the night that you really only want to pay just once. Um, I have something similar to that. I feel like I've I've, I've uh, shared this story before on the podcast, but um, I'll, I'll say it really quickly. In essence, um, I ordered pizza for a party from Domino's. Now, this particular Domino's was literally right around the corner from in, from where the party was being held, um, and they said that it would be delivered by nine p.m. Um, after a few hours of, wait a minute, it's way past 9 p.m. Where's our pizza? I called them. They hung up on me. So I called again and they said, yeah, we're making it hung up on me, hung up on me. Then I called again. (laughs) They said, yeah, the guy's on his way. Waited a little bit longer. Guy never showed up. So I, I called them and said, Hey, where's the pizza? Oh, we still have it here because our delivery guy decided to quit. And we're about to Oh, my word. What? So I said, well, I'm coming to go get it. So I went, left the party, went to go get it. Mind you, this is at about 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning by this time. I've got a ton of drunk and high people who want food. They've got the munchies. 
So I, I, I didn't, that was one of those nights where I did not partake in alcohol or any drugs or anything. So I went, I was sober. I went, I picked up the pizza and the lady, all she said was, you know, I'm really sorry about that. Go ahead and take a, uh, take one of our brownies. If you want, well, you know, what, one of their desserts, take, take a free dessert if you want. And I looked at her like, really? Like this is <laughs> compensation for everything for hours of waiting. So I took it, <laughs> but then I made a big stink about it on Twitter. And then Domino's contacted me and said, we are very sorry. And then gave me a $50 gift card. So that kind of hey, made up for it. Hey, that's not bad. Yeah, that kind of made up for it. Um, hey, Chili's, if you're listening, $10 gift card for crappy service? Domino's did it right. But that's a different story. <laughs> I think we've talked about I that. I think we talked about that. Was, that. that was yeah. terrible. That was the by far and away the worst one I've ever had. I think we... I'm trying to think if I've been back to Chili's or not. And that's a hard answer because that was like right before the pandemic. Mm. So it's kind of a hard answer of like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I know we have been back to Chili's, but it's our Chili's. And our Chili's, for the most part, is fine. Like, I've never, never really had an issue with our Chili's. It's just that one Chili's in Utah, and I forget which city, but they need a swift punch up the bracket. Like, they need to wake up. Yeah, no, 100% agree. Yeah, they were uh, they were bad. But anyway, we've already talked about that. We have. Is this old Domino's or new Domino's? That that was semi-recently, wasn't it? That happened in 2012. Really? Yeah. I swear I've heard that story before. Oh, yeah, I've told it before. After 2012. No, not possible. You didn't exist before I met you. <laughs> This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Still recording. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. All right, guys, we are going to do a couple of questions from the Poddex interview deck. And uh, this will be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, again, Poddex are uh, playing cards in which that you have different decks for different purposes. So this is the interview deck. Uh, we have the episode deck, and then, then they also have decks like the Would You Rather deck or the What the Heck deck. This is green, but because of the green screen, it looks see-through. It is not see-through, but it's kind of a cool effect. But anyways, this is the What the Heck deck. Um, I end up doing the the um, the What the Heck deck with my daughter, actually. If you guys want to see a live recording of our first inaugural episode of uh, of our podcast, my daughter and I will be recording that later on today. But uh, Quentin, tell me when to stop. Now, what is the trait you most deplore in yourself? Uh, if especially one that I could get rid of, uh, procrastination for sure. Like that. That's yeah. That that's an easy and quick answer. Procrastination. Okay. Yeah. I know how bad I can be, and I take 
steps to try to fix that, but it's still it's still hard. Yeah. What about yourself? I'm really in the same boat with you on that, but it's uh I think one of the the traits that I I really just don't like about myself is um finishing a big job is very difficult for me. Um like like the gym, for example. I used to go to the gym religiously. And that I guess that's not a job, but like that was something that I put my heart and soul into and I really enjoyed it and I enjoyed eating healthy and I was a lot thinner than I am now and I didn't have the beer belly that I have right now and we're only talking a few years ago so I know I can get back to that point but guess what I'm not doing it and why 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 is that is that a combination of procrastination and laziness or is is the hard work the the idea of hard work scary to me or do I just have other projects and other focuses that to me feel more important and to that I say well yeah they might be more important but if I'm dead nothing's important I need to take (laughs) care of myself or if I can't do the things that I want to do behind this camera because of my health then what's the point? Right. But I'll make an excuse and say, I can't do it because the gyms are closed. Well, guess what? Asshole, the gyms are open again. Um, so get to it. Like, oh, it's too far away. Well, like, okay, then just go walk around the block. Uh, it's, there's ash outside. Okay, do push-ups. Like, there, there's, all, there's always something that, in my head, I'm going to give myself my own mental block. And then later mm-hmm. on that day, I will punch myself in the face, metaphorically speaking. So why did you do that? Like you could have done that and you can just stick to that. It's super simple. No, it it kind of reminds me of, I hate to bring this up, but like uh, part of the office, um, there's a character on there, if you're unfamiliar, named Jan. And she is a character that has a story arc of like, she goes nuts and like has issues with Michael and like all these other things. But there's one part where like, I just loved her character because um, she's trying to feel out how many people in uh, Dunder Mifflin would be good for uh, maybe a higher education program and like kind of getting them into um, a higher position in Dunder Mifflin. Right. And she's talking to Pam and Pam's like, I do art. And she's like, hey, we have an art program. We should get you in it. And she's like, oh, I I have this, you know, going on. And she goes, well, that that doesn't, you know, it's not that far. You can you can come back here. And she goes, well, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this. And she goes, she goes, Pam, there's always a million reasons not to do something. And like kind of just like leaves it hanging of like, hey. There's yeah. always going to be a reason not to do something. Yeah. You can do it though. And I'm, and I don't know to the, the say, I just love that. Like the way she delivers of just like, there's always a reason to not do something. So why not just do it? <laughs> like it, it's very much like that. I've been, I've been trying to like live that way of like procrastination, like especially like trying to get around that of like, there's always a million reasons not to do this. There's always something else to do. Right. So why not just say, screw it and just do it no i mean that makes sense and but it's so easy to say it right it's so easy to agree with 
what a character on one of our favorite TV shows are saying. And it's like, oh, right. that hits home for me. What are you going to do about it? I'm going to go have a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. You're, so you're gonna work out then? No, I'm no. gonna go eat a donut. Yeah. It's uh, but like with anything, like um, I feel once you get into the groove of it, it it's just pushing yourself to get into that gosh darn mm-hmm. groove. Then it just comes easy. Like like for you, I I don't I don't know if you're still going to the shred shed, but uh, our buddies have a have a shed, a literal shed, but inside. There's workout equipment with dumbbells and free weights and, 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 and like a rowing machine and all these other things. And um, it's it's attached to their house, so they, they have the ability to go at any time, and it's open to friends and family. And I know for a while you were there religiously every single day during COVID, especially in the, in the beginnings. Um, and it was also because we were working from home, so you had a little bit more uh, freedom to say, oh, I will go at four versus, you know, I'll, I have to wait for my whole shift to end. Now we're back at work work. We have to go out into the real world. And so we do have a shift, so to speak. Are you able to swing back into the shed or have things um, kind of moved back to uh, pre-COVID? No, I have... <sighs> The thing that really like knocked me was when after we got back to work, my schedule, I was still trying to figure out and then I got COVID and oh, yeah, that's um, true. that that really threw me off the train and I've been super bad. I need to get back. You're making me feel bad. <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to make you feel bad. You, you're making me feel terrible, Tony. This is all your fault. OK, well, I'll take it. But I feel terrible, too. Right. Because it's it's, it's almost the same same excuse. Like in the beginning of COVID, my fiance and I were like, you know what? Let's go take a walk. We'll, we'll walk with the dogs somewhere where there's no people. We won't have to like wear a mask or anything. We'll just go walk and that'll be our daily exercise. We'll get some vitamin D from the sun. We'll have a nice time together. And that was lovely. It was wonderful. And then she got a job um, where... She had to, uh, you know, she, she she was coming home a lot later at night than she was before. And, I mean, it doesn't really matter what I say at this point. It's like excuse upon excuse upon excuse. Right. Because, now, yeah, when you, when you start listing it, you just sound like you're making excuses. Right. And eventually you're just we, like, we you never feel made bad time for it. And, and that's what it is. We never made time for it. We just didn't. Yep. It's the same yep. reason why when, when we had this discussion with me before about... Um, but why I order so much from DoorDash versus making food at home. The excuse is we're freaking lazy and we don't realize, oh, it's 8 o'clock at night. It's time for dinner. We don't have dinner. Uh, I'm just going to order dinner. I, I, You know, so I, th- there needs to be better planning for that. And the same thing mm-hmm. with, um, you know, going outside and taking a walk around the house. Or not around the house, but around the block, around the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> 30 seconds later. Okay, I'm done. I did it. No, is you know, when I'm when we're done with this, my daughter's in the other room. She's doing she's doing her Zoom classes. She'll be done in about a uh, half an hour or so. Before we do our podcast, I'm going to have her and we're going to we're going to walk around the we're going to walk around the neighborhood so we can talk about what we're going to talk about on the podcast. So we're not Dude, doing yeah. the podcast completely blind. We'll be able to, you know, walk the dogs. Uh, Aurelia will be there. It'll be nice. 
it will be very nice. And if, if we can stick to that schedule and stick to it, just like you stick to things like brushing your teeth, I hope, or, you know, taking a shower <laughs> when you're flossing. supposed to, I hope. You know, when you stick to those things, those things that you hated doing in the beginning, but now they just became part of your norm, you just have to make these things part of your norm. So it's not that, oh, this is a thing that I do. No, it's, it's, it's not a big deal anymore. It's literally... It's a thing you do. All right. We're going to do one more question from the pod decks. Tell me when to stop. Hold on. Tell me when to stop. Now. Who'd play you in a movie? I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I have an idea of who would play you. It would be awesome. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take a guess. I'm going to take a guess about who you're going to say. Okay. And this is how we're going to do it. I'm, okay. I'm going to text it to you, but you're not to look at your phone until you tell me your answer. Okay. Oh, I like this. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Let me, let me put my phone down then. Matt Damon. <laughs> Sorry. That was mean. Um, okay. Let's see if right. I, I, this is the only person I can think of. So I'm going to send that to you. Okay. Who you got? Uh, I was going to say Jack Black. Yes! Yes! Really? <laughs> really? Look at your phone. Ah! Yeah! Don't don't drop your phone. I'm not gonna but drop my phone. Yes. No. Yeah. No. I I've had many a time, especially when I had longer hair, where they're like, "Oh, you look like Jack Black," and I'm like, like at first I was like, "I look at like me. I like looking like me. I'm not trying to like. I kind of was like had to be kind of aware. Like, no, I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to." you know, make myself look like someone else. Like I, I like to be me. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that that's hundred percent who I've had, uh, told to me. So that's, that was my first reaction was, um, well, uh, when I had longer hair, people said Jack black. So Jack black, there you go. You'll be our Jack black. Jablinski. What about yourself? Well, the thing is with me, like, um, I, I hate to bring race into this, but, you know, if we're going to have somebody play somebody, obviously you want it to be in and around the same, you know. No, I want polar opposite. I want I want super, super wrong. So um, the, the only person of note that I know that could play me, um, b- because right now we actually do have similar body types, because he's uh, just like me, uh, not let himself go, but he's grown up. He's become an adult. And that would be, uh, that would be... Uh, Angela uh, Kinsey. No, not Angela Kinsey. I'm not a short, petite, blonde woman. No, I'm. I'm saying polar opposite. I want. I want, want short, petite, opposite? blonde, and white. Like, then yes, Angela <laughs> Kinsey. And Angela. Angela Kinsey as Angela Martin in The Office. Exactly. No. Uh, the the person I'm thinking of is Dante Bosco. Let's look up Dante. Let's see. Dante Bosco. I don't know how to spell this, so I'm just going to guess. Bosco. For those of you who don't know who Dante Bosco is, he played Rufio in Hook. He played Zuko in The Avatar. Um, he's done voice acting in a number of like other um, movies okay. and projects. Okay, I can I can kind of see where you're where you're going for. Okay, what about um? Hold on, let's try. I'm going to look this person up. I don't know if this person would fit because I've only seen them one time. Uh, let's time. see, IMDb. 
It's one of the one of the guys from Rogue One. One of the guys from the, Rogue One. Yeah. What, Donnie? Sure. I'm I'm trying to are find his name, but are you talking about the guy that uh that was blind? I mean that would be a good one, I think. Maybe. I don't know what he regularly looks like without like his contacts in and looking all scruffed up, so Maybe you tell me. He he is of Chinese descent, whereas I'm not, as far as I'm aware. Well, obviously. So but. so so the the skin complexion would be very would be very very obvious. Like, I see what you did, but come on. <laughs> Can't <laughs> <But> you? No, <laughs> no. Well, there's another person, but I, I I'm not gonna. I can't figure it. out. I'm not good with actors. The, the That's thing, the thing. When you brought up this question, I'm like. Uh, I I'll play me. I don't know actors, so I'll play me. Well, I think the Jack Black act uh, one is perfect. I think it's perfect because he will do the quirky and kooky things that you do. He plays video games just like you do. So him playing you would almost be him playing him. Not to say that you're as weird as Jack Black, but you're both very humorous individuals, and the role of Quentin McKinnon would be very natural for him. I think. For me, well, it would be a thanks. little bit more difficult because of the racial um, uh, issue. And I call it an issue because, at least in the Filipino community, there's a huge issue of, or not just the Filipino community, but like the minority community, where people say, well, say, I will play an American Indian, and then they pull somebody from uh, not an American Indian. And like, well, I'll totally play that, and everyone should be fine because I'm a famous actor. It's not really how it works. Go find an Amer- a Native American, an American Indian, who's an actor or an actress, who can who looks like that person. You'll know, put some makeup on them, maybe, but go find an actual Native American. So for me, I need a I need to know more of Filipino American actors other than Dante Bosco. Although it would be really cool to have Rufio play me. Just saying. Let's just have Morgan Freeman play both of us at the same time. Fair enough. We'll do that. And I'm not talking for any reason other than his voice. Like, vo- preferably voice over work. Oh. But for both of us. So would he be a third-person narrative, or he would actually voice as we're talking? Voice both of us. Wow. Ooh, or Patrick Stewart. Ooh, Morgan Freeman versus James Earl Jones. I'll be Morgan Freeman. You can be Darth Vader. There we go. There we go. All right, guys, thank you very much for watching. Uh, we are still recording, and you can find us here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash LazyTechTony. And, Quentin, where can people find your ginormous head digitally? <laughs> on Instagram and Twitch at Firewall. Uh, you guys can find me over at lazy tech tony on all of those things all my links are in the description down below as well as my discord server the facebook group and a few other things also on the youtube channel we should have a giveaway going off in a little bit specifically out for one of these so go check out go check out lazy tech tony or rather uh, go check out lazy tech tv for that on YouTube in uh, in a few days, and we'll uh, we'll 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 explain how the giveaway is going to work. Uh, but you can follow both of us at uh, Still Recording Podcast on Instagram. And if you have any questions or comments, you can uh, leave us a message at Anchor.fm/slash Still Recording, and we might even play it here on the air. So thanks again, and we'll talk to you guys in the next one. Bye, bye, guys. Hi.